Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Very Nice Podcast. I'm Yoni here in Boston. And I'm Manny here in San Francisco. And folks, it's been a long, long time since we've last recorded a podcast and we apologize, but we we've both uh, we've been world travelers. Um, We uh, had our respective spring breaks and we Loki went to opposite sides of the globe. I went to Copenhagen. Denmark, Manny went to Hawaii, so very different time zones, and it just was tough to coordinate. But we're back, folks. We are back in the same continent, which is good. <laughs> and uh, what well, Hawaii, I guess, is part of the United States. That's besides the point. Anyways, we're so happy to be back, folks. And a lot has happened within our within our lives, within uh, the world. Just so much news that, uh, as per usual, especially when it comes to two weeks of of no podcast and we're excited to bring that to you folks so any what do you want to start us off with yeah um i just want to firstly say you know he's completely right <laughs> what's going on so i'm you know i'm excited to get after it it's good to see um, this oh dude it's so great to see all that face that you've got going on so anyway um anyways i i woke up today wanted to look at the news and quite alarmingly, one of the one of the uh, news stories that I saw is that the UN just announced that 2.5 tons of uranium, you know, the stuff for nuclear weapons, is just missing for in Libya. And they were supposed to check last year if it was there, but it was too dangerous. So they were like, oh, we'll wait. What's the rush? And it, what? That's for me. With that, that line of reasoning doesn't make sense to me, because if it's a dangerous place, then that means you need to check if it's there even more so, because it's probably in the wrong hands if if it's an unstable country, you know, like you're just trusting that extremely unstable country to safely store 2.5 tons of uranium. <laughs> like, you yeah, know, I mean, it's not making it's, much sense. It's honestly ridiculous, dude. The UN is honest does just as much as like the league of nations except they made israel literally otherwise they're like the exact same yeah and like they have a nicer building i think that's the only reason it didn't collapse like the league of nations and maybe they like, do. yeah they do um, have a nice building it's it is pretty nice and and some people make cute speeches but regardless i def iran definitely stole that <laughs> iran de- they totally stole that. Like, who else? Unless it was Israel. Israel is technically closer to um, Libya than Iran, <laughs> so maybe they just took that boat for off the Mediterranean, off the coast, coast of Tel Aviv, and uh, <laughs> they're like, you know what? If, if we're gonna have a uranium uh, race warrior, you know, let's let's go grab some. <laughs> you know, speaking of Iran, very interesting other story. This was last week, but um, and you know. Also, Just, wait, before we continue, I like I love that transition. Why does Libya have 2.5 tons of uranium? Where did that come from? Probably the ground. And someone should have taken it from them, like a toddler that needs to be put in time out. Like someone Libya, responsible. Is Libya a democracy? Is that bad that I don't know that? I, that's not bad because last time we heard about Libya was when the ambassador to the United States died there along with like three other Americans. And that was a shit show because they over through the dictatorship and then it went into like terrorist chaos so 
I don't think so, particularly. And uh... yeah, see, I'm 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 gonna lean that it's not because I looked up is Lydia a democracy, and I did not just get an immediate yes. Like there's a long <laughs> thing. I don't feel like reading it, so I don't think they're a democracy. You TLDR. All right. Yeah. Anyways, with you. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, I brought up Iran because for a long time, well, like probably even still, but Iran and Saudi Arabia are kind of like the two major powers in the Middle East, but they have beef because they're like different sects of Islam. Basically, one of them thinks that like one guy was the leader after Muhammad died and the other thinks another guy was the leader after Muhammad died. Um, And like that stems, like that main issue causes like bigger differences. But anyways, they have beef. And somehow... And so, like, the United States, who has beef with Iran, works with Saudi Arabia, you know? So, it's kind of like, we st- they still have a power. Well, they also have it work with Israel. So, the United States does have a power, like an ally in the Middle East. But, just like last week, China got Iran, Iran, no, it is Iran, and Saudi Arabia to open up, to basically agree to have some level of diplomacy for the first time and like forever and they're even going to open up embassies in one another's countries and i mean china good for china man because the united states could not do that that is a very strategically alarming play because obviously china has sided more with iran in the past and other troublemakers in the middle east because obviously they are adversarial to the United States, same with Russia. But China able being able to do this takes away one of the United States like major allies in the region. Like Saudi Arabia is a very vital country within the Middle East because it has obviously a crap ton of oil. Um and they obviously sided with the majority of Muslim countries, the Sunni, Sunni Muslims, and more so with Israel recently. Uh, with you know many of these Sunni countries um, normalizing his relations with Israel, but this kind of like changes things. It's it's I'm not saying it's like a it's now like Saudi Arabia and Iran are best buddies because they obviously have deep rooted divisions and issues with each other, but it definitely raises a lot of questions as to where what direction this is going in. Because before it was a lot of build up between Iran and and, the, and it's and it's more powerful backers and and then the rest of the Middle East essentially. Um, and stopping them from getting a nuclear weapon. But now it's like, are they normalizing ties, similar to how you know Saudi Arabia was doing it with Israel? And what does that mean? Because Iran's obviously not normalizing ties with Israel. So it's not like, if that was the case, then everyone would be getting closer together, kumbaya. But it, it's not that case. So I'm, interesting, I'm interested to see how that plays out. I honestly really don't know. Yeah, I, I weirdly felt better when they were beefing. <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying it's like you know at least it's not just israel you know you have other uh muslim powers in the region who are on the same page about you know iran bad you know but you know it's interesting to see this i don't know what exactly it means but i guess you know the only time will tell yeah and, and an interesting thing i just want to bring up is it's funny like because the story i saw was posted on this instagram news page and I feel like Americans tend to look at what happens in the Middle East through a very, like, American view, you know? Like, oh, 
but like those countries probably don't give a, a fuck what America thinks either, which, you know, also not great for America. <laughs> Here I am looking at it with an American view. What can I say? I'm an American. That's probably. true. <laughs> like they, they come upon our podcast and they're like, who get we don't care <laughs> like what the fuck are these schmucks talking about um anyways but speaking of china you also had news about china and uh oh yeah dude so basically tiktok basically came out and said oh yeah the united states has basically threatened to ban us from the entire united states which i guess is something the u.s could do um if the chinese parent company that owns tiktok doesn't sell their stake because the, they're not the only, like, holder of it. They're just the majority holder. Um, and I guess America's just tweaking about that Chinese company basically, like, being, like, in theory, like, China could just, like, make the company give it all of its data. Um, which is, like, a huge threat because it has data on, like, millions and millions and millions of Americans. Um, yeah, but I, I just don't. I don't know, man. I feel like people would not be happy if if Joe Byron banned TikTok. I think like they've literally like tried to ban it. Like this is like the fourth time I've seen it in the news over the past like two, three years. Ever since TikTok has become popular and people, you know, found out that um you know, TikTok is owned majorly like majority wise by like a, a Chinese company has like obviously like raised issues about like American security and such. Like They've been trying to ban this for like years, and it's like Trump was going to do, it and then it didn't, and then this was going to do, it and then it didn't. Like it's like I don't like, want to be not. Yeah, no, definitely, I definitely see where government officials are coming from. It just feels like they've already attempted to. This might be its most uh, likely chance of it happening yet, but it's interesting to see because it, 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 it's like. You know, then you're starting to slip into like territory of like other countries who like censor certain apps. Like, for instance, China, you can't use like any like apps like Facebook or Instagram. Technically, obviously, people will find ways to use them, but right, it would be, definitely be hard to regulate it. You're right with like VPNs and such. So, I mean, it wouldn't make a huge difference. I mean, I, I personally, I kind of, I hope that they sell the, their majority stake. I feel as though. Uh, I know we use TikTok to promote our podcast, and I think that's a justifiable reason to use it. But it does cause a lot of uh, pr privacy concerns and such. And like they really do know us very well. When I see what's on my for you page, it's like, oh, for you, it's scary. probably uh, strippers and and Borat impressions. <laughs> no way. That's actually hilarious. Um, yeah but it definitely it's um definitely cause for concern and i mean and in, in, in transitioning just technology in general becoming concerning there so the, basically the company that um created chat gpt um open ai open ai they've come out with a, a new version of it called gpt4 so i guess there was a one two three version yeah um and it just released and it's doing some very in, like impressive but scary stuff like for one it could just do your taxes like screw accountants and auditors um it can sue people for you like it could write a whole ass legal document with like all the perfect citation and such it could take a simple sketch that you like draw on paper and make it into a working website with like coding out all the javascript and everything 
what I was going to do. It can summarize an Ethereum contract and detect vulnerabilities within that contract. And Ethereum contracts are some thick, some like some dense material. It can create a simple game in under 60 seconds with source code. Like this guy made up like a, one of those oh my God, yeah. back and forth. It, it does drug discovery. I don't even know what that means. Dude, and also, and also, uh, can understand images. Like you can just give it an image, and it can just like understand exactly what's going on, like what's happening. <laughs> like these are all extremely human like tasks, like much more so than before. Where it was like, dude, it doing your taxes is so crazy. Actually, though, like, please and thank you. Like, fuck. I don't want to do taxes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no one's job is safe, really, unless it is, has like something like really physical, like something physically involved. But even in that case, physical robots are becoming more and more popular. I mean, we have robots that and in like a lot of households that just like clean the floor for you. Um, and they could get it more and more advanced from there. It's probably going to. I, I just find it crazy. Dude, it's nuts because. Everyone started hearing about ChatGBT when OpenAI announced ChatGBT3. They'd already done one and two, but ChatGBT3 was extremely powerful. Yeah. You know, that's like, oh, kids are using it for classes, stuff like that. I didn't realize they were going to be out with four that quick. Jesus. Well, this is the thing. The, like, the intelligence of AI grows exponentially because that's obviously how it works. It takes what it's being given and it learns from itself and and its surroundings and what it's and its inputs and and so when chat gbt uh three came out it became extremely popular so a lot of people used it making it a lot smarter and a lot faster and i think that's why it came out a lot like quicker than you know people would expect it's like the guys who developed it don't even have to do anything it's like running on its own now <laughs> i mean obviously they have to like you know Build a platform. I, I will say <laughs> I, I do think it's stupid when people like get like in a chat GBT to like say something weird, you know, like and they're like, oh, this is proof the AI. No, dude, you just you wanted to say something weird. Like, You're like, something, say something. something about you taking over the human race. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, it's, you know, yeah, it's, not, it's not that deep. I like, mean, regardless of it, I mean, like. It, 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 it is without even saying the scary stuff. You don't need it to say the scary stuff to see it through its actions of it being able to do a complex human tasks. You know what I'm saying? It's great. I mean, Yoni, imagine where we're going to be in like 20 years with it. You know what I mean? You like, know, there's AI podcasts, Manny. Like we're oh, going going to go out of business. <laughs> like we cannot, are... Yoni, we cannot compete with AI podcasts, dude. Let's, dude, let's, AI, let's, it's let's like they it. take people who are like uh, current podcasters and like even dead people they can like you know regenerate their voices right you, i mean you've seen that with like the memes with like donald trump and Dude, I, playing video games i love those memes everyone like, loves those memes that, that's like going around the world like and back like that that's just blow it up and I, it's, hilarious. it's always trump obama and biden and sometimes they throw drake in there for some reason I can't wait till they expand to more characters. Like you could do, like at this point, you could do it. Like probably, like most people, most famous people. Oh, it's so funny, dude. Because it's always like <laughs> Trump's always kind of an asshole, and then <laughs> Joe Biden's always sleepy, <laughs> and Obama's just Obama. <laughs> dude, Obama, great dude. I just want to say that. Obama.
Anyways, what else do I have? Uh, and more, you know, uplifting news. Cocaine Shark is coming to theaters in July, folks. <laughs> and I still have not seen Cocaine Bear, but I'm sure it's amazing and I'm excited. Dude, I still need to see Cocaine Bear too. What What the heck? We should just watch it together. We need to find a way, like a Zoom party. <laughs> I would Zoom party Cocaine Bear with you. Okay, dude, Cocaine Shark sounds stupid, though. How's that different from Jaws? Because the Jaws shark might as well be on. That's cocaine. true. Maybe they should have picked a different animal. There's, like, so many animals, you know? I mean, cocaine maybe they did moose. choose it because of shark. Uh, I mean, of Jaws. and Cocaine I mean, Moose. Cocaine Moose. Cocaine Baboon. Cocaine, like, you should do it in a different ecosystem. Oh, dude, like, cocaine, cocaine Baboon is scary. Cocaine Lion. Cocaine Lion. In the Sahara. That would go hard. That would go so hard. They can literally make an infinite amount of moose. I mean, however dude. many species of animals there are, they can... <laughs> know it's crazy but of all of the animals on earth um there's only two animals that aren't sorry super random fact i just learned it though two animals that aren't primates so like some form of ape because we're a great ape orangutans blah, 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 blah bonobos there's only two that have sex for pleasure that aren't great apes and it's lions lions are one of them they just have it for pleasure. Well, no, not they just have it for pleasure, but they they have sex for pleasure. Oh, like, like not us. just to reproduce. <sighs> Got you. Interesting. And what's the other one? Yes, uh, it's a water one. A water mammal. Think of a horny water animal. A dolphin. Yeah, dolphins. Uh, nice. Have sex for pleasure. Wow, that was that. a really good guess. I just totally guessed that um yeah anyways so hopefully cocaine shark will save us from the madness of society and the dystopian future that lies ahead of us um uh and troubling news we're back to the down nasa discovered an asteroid that may strike earth in 2046 which is like in our lifetime and i'm thinking like oh it's one of those things where it's like you know one in a billion the odds of it hitting earth are one in 560 that's pretty low those are low odds but that is relatively high to like what i've seen and like if we're just like pretty unlucky like like if we rolled the fucking dice like i don't know i feel like it should be at least like one in like a million i feel like that's what it usually is and you i know don't if it. fuck <laughs> if a meteor if an asteroid did hit earth and it was big enough to like wipe out humanity would you rather like be in the impact zone and just die immediately or like ri- ride the wave like uh the apocalyptic uh world and see if i survive i don't know man i think no you wouldn't survive come on oh yeah i think i would just want to die you're soft you're soft I, would, die, honey. I, I would die on impact like in whatever it was called don't look up you're soft as charmin the question is this is 2046 right this is like in 20 years like if hey, let's say this asteroid was certain to hit earth would you like drop out of college and like just like live your life how you'd want to because like it's like well, not tomorrow, but it's like, Yoni. what? I won't be in college, Yoni. It'll no, I'm saying, but like the fact that you know you only have like that's like 20 years. Like, it's not like you're gonna die tomorrow because obviously if you die tomorrow, like you you wouldn't like do anything any schoolwork. But it's like 20 years, right? So it's not like, you know, what I'm saying like it's like an interesting time. Like, do I like change my outlook on life if I know the asteroid's gonna hit us in in 20 years? And and I mean like, that's that's like always. That's always the question. Like you'll it's hear like that. Far into the future. 
like, oh, if you know you're gonna die in a year, what do you do for the next year? How do you live your life? Oh, this you is know? 20 years, you know, it's like an it's a weird like oh, you're saying if we if if science told us, hey, the, the world asteroid is, like, is going to hit us in 2046. So it's not like you're dying in a year, because obviously I think we're gonna drop out of college. Honestly, I'm just having as many kids as possible. <laughs> Why? They're gonna die. <laughs> I'm just increasing the chance that one survives. Oh. Hit up every sperm bank in the world. And then what? Just spread them out across the world. I always, I think I've maybe mentioned this on the podcast before. The reason I said sperm bank is it's hilarious that in theory, like the evolution game, like you win it if you have children. And now like there's just an infinite evolution game winning glitch, which is just donating infinity amounts of sperm. Anyways. Did I mention that it was going to hit on Valentine's Day if it does? Wow. Love is in the air. Yoni, that'll be good for you because when you don't have a date, then uh, you can be like, everyone can die with me. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yoni, you will have a wife. Okay. You will be married to that date, probably. I'd hope so. By then, yeah. You'll be like 40. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to be Steve Carell in that movie. Um, And once again, uh, uplifting news. We're going, really going up and down here. Oh, dude, <laughs> I love it. I love Sunny D announces new alcoholic beverage. Man, remember fucking Sunny D? What a throwback! They're basically making a, a wow. Sunny D seltzer. I mean, it's got to be gas. I I just think of vodka, vodka. I think of a screwdriver, which is just orange juice and vodka. It's orange yeah. juice and vodka, which is literally a popular mixed drink, regardless. Um. And yeah, I mean, it's just really like we're old, man. Like this was our childhood drink and they've like upgraded it for adults. I actually never had Sunny D. I didn't really have Sunny D either, but I remember always seeing it around. My mom was like, too shit for you. Like it's sugary. It's like just sugary orange juice. But like, you know, it's just, it's interesting to see. And I'm. What a great name, by the way. Sunny D. Come on. It's going to. Dude, they say. Uh, drink it, it will create a drinking experience that tastes like you're sipping on sunshine. Wow, I I would love to sip on sunshine. Real cute. And my last bit of news back. Wait, to Yoni, Yoni, are you gonna you're gonna go back to back uplifting news? It's 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 like it's kind of like a middle, which is this is what I'm ending on. So it's like in between. Oh, it's okay. like not great, not bad. Scientists are actually uh, not alarmingly close, but surprisingly close to reincarnating the woolly mammoth which I think we've all heard wow. about happening in the past, but some company just gave them like a $60 million grant and they're aiming to be able to do it by 2027, which is, which is just four years away. Well, yeah, because I think like elephants have very, very similar genetic code. Yeah. So they think that they can just change an embryo's genetic code, presumably using CRISPR, which is just the technology that lets you change DNA yeah. and then plant it in an elephant because like, they're pretty sure woolly mammoth babies are like the exact same size. And then the elephant can just give birth to a woolly mammoth. That'd be crazy, dude. That would be pretty nuts. <laughs> and and they're planning on like introducing it in Russia, which is like so Russia of them. I don't know if I want Russia having a woolly mammoth. Like they're going to imagine like those Siberia just gets dominated by woolly mammoths. Like that's where they'd be though. You know, like it kind of makes oh, sense. Right? <laughs> I would totally like imagine you're just a prisoner in the gulag and a fucking mammoth just stabs you with the torns. Like that's your punishment. If you act up like, dude, it sounds cool. I just, 
it's it just feels too Jurassic Park, you know. It is a bit Jurassic. Can't can't, can't go, play with. It could go wrong. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of like you know, take it as you will. That is what it is. Wow. Um, Great news today, yeah. man. Lot lot going on while we didn't talk about too, but the world is a beautiful place. I'm in a weird mood. Why am I talking about the world being a beautiful place? I don't know. That's good. That's a good mood. You're right. That's a beautiful mood. Anyways, on to our lives, Manny. You have some interesting thought-provoking questions. Yeah, dude. Okay. This this is very important. You know, the last time, last episode, I talked about what you do when you're on a plane. Because I was at an airport, you know, I was looking around and thinking about it. But this time, I was standing in line at security. Everyone's got to go through security at an airport in the United States for any international. Well, I feel like almost any country, but it's ridiculous, Yoni, how inefficient some people are at getting through security. Because once you get through the line, you're up, right? You're up at this thing. You got the got the boxes. You got to put your stuff in. You got to take off your hat, your belt, your shoes, whatever's in your pockets. Um, you gotta get your computer out of your bag. And it's like some people at you know, they take so long, it's like they didn't realize that they were gonna have to go through security. You know, like they're like digging through their bag to find their computer, like like it's ridiculous. And and I was standing in line waiting for like two people to go, and it literally took five minutes. They were so inefficient. The whole time I'm like, I'm about to you know, like that one guy in cars who like takes off his wheels and puts on new wheels in like five seconds. Yeah, you need. Yeah, that. that's that's how I feel getting through security. I'm like, <laughs> I grab two trays, boom, boom, pockets emptied, shoes off, ooh, bags open, computers in the other tray, put the bag down, slide through. I'm I'm gone. I'm gone with the wind. They're gone. You're zooming. <laughs> so I, I guess I my question is, do you? actively put in the thought when you're getting ready to go to the airport of how can I put my computer like how can I be efficient at getting through security with how I pack or no that's a great question I mean I mean I I suppose so I never really I, I don't really consciously think about it I just think the way I pack is efficient for security I think for younger people especially if you're traveling alone it's like you have your backpack a lot of backpacks have a laptop sleeve you pop that out you got nope. some stuff in your pockets, boom. And, you know, usually we dress comfortably, so we're not wearing belts. We're not, like, with any fancy shit. And, I mean, we've known the deal. We live in a post-9-11. We've only lived in a post-9-11 world, Manny. Yeah, you were born, what, two days after? Wait, no, you're 2002. Never mind. We all I was born a year and two days after. Yeah, yeah. a year and two days after. So we're kind of, like, used to this. I feel like older people, like they, they were able to deal with more relaxed security, and they're still adapting to this day and age of uh, inefficient TSA security. In general, though, TSA itself is very inefficient. The fact that you're like scanning down old people is like everyone has to go through the same procedure. Like they need like uh, like they need to start letting they need to like be smarter about who they particularly analyze, not to say profiling, but like people who are obviously not a threat, like disabled people or like, you know, like old people like I don't know, like, you know, like. The fact that, like, they make them do all the same shit that we have to do. Like, obviously, I'm a viable candidate. I'm, like, young. I'm, like, a military-aged male. Like, I get that. 
but they it's just like very inefficient the way they do it. like we don't need to take off our fucking shoes like what the fuck does that do nothing 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 they really went od with it but that's besides the point i think yeah no tsa and, and they're not even efficient like the cia did a test on them and like they got like 60 percent of the stuff they scanned through like through that that like is like not allowed they got it through when they tested them <laughs> yeah dude they they are not great at their job they're not good at their job and they're all a lot of them are really mean but there's some nice ones <laughs> no speaking oh. of nice yeah speaking of nice yoni i this question i don't even know what provoked it but i just think it's super important if somebody tomorrow not somebody jeff bezos tomorrow yoni came up to you and said will you marry me what are you saying uh no Dude, that's like infinity money glitch, though. I know, but I'd rather marry someone I love and a woman, personally. Oh, what if she's broke? <laughs> then I'm going to be the breadwinner. And that's just, you know, that's just how it's going to be. Not hmm. to uh, impose uh, gender normative uh, <laughs> practices. But... Well, I did, I, I did say, what if she's broke? Yeah, yeah. if she's broke, she could, if she could be rich, I kind of hope she's rich. Then you know, then I could be the stay at home dad. But <laughs> but you're not even considering marrying Jeff. No, I'm not in it for the money, Manny. Are you? Would you do it? No, no. But I, I'd be conflicted. You would like I'd, you'd be hesitant. You'd think about it. I'd be like Jeff. Can I have? Can I have the evening? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Ready. <laughs> We need to wrap it up. We're running out of time here. Um, I don't even know if we have time to briefly go over my Copenhagen trip, but I I, I came back from Copenhagen, and I'll just go over some of the, the the highlights because extremely underrated city and country. Copenhagen is fucking nuts, folks. The nightlife, absolutely electric. It's 18 and plus, so obviously I got absolutely hammered. Uh, the clubs are insane. There was like a club that was like three stories, and each level had different music on it absolutely electric there's like no rules there they don't even pat you down in security you can smoke cigs in there like like you know europe's obviously obviously a big cig place i had a few i'm not going to bring that practice back to the united states but my gosh those zingers were hitting in the club and we were like hot boxing that shit and, and like you can just jump on any table like you know how like you like like cars will like pull you pull you down. like you can't be on elevated services in clubs really like yeah they like you can do whatever the fuck you want in copenhagen it's fucking amazing and there's also this uh, like all wow. this area that's like technically not a part of Copenhagen because it's like its own separate territory from a historical agreement, whatever. That like you could like like sell like drugs there and like do any like it's like a lawless zone. And you can't take pictures. I couldn't even take pictures of you uh, to show you guys because it's like that's like the the rules. Like that's the unspoken uh, rule. Like, wow, the uh, lawless. You were in the lawless zone. Yeah, I went in, and I was like scary. But then again, I saw children there. It was like everyone's cool with each other because Copenhagen people are like so nice. It's like right, you're not actually worried about and, like, like there's old like, people like smoking doogies. You know, it's like chill vibes. Um, but in theory, you could have murdered a friend there, and it would have yeah. been fine. And uh, we did this amazing fucking view, like where we climbed up a spiral church, and just an, an astonishing view of the city. I posted on my Instagram if you want to see Yoni Dot uh, Menor, check it out. Um, anyways, I just highly recommend it in general. I'll probably talk about it more on next podcast because there's some really funny stories. But let's get into our draft of the week, Manny. We are doing the letter U. Yeah, the letter U, guys. Yoni says he's got good good ideas, and I'm quite worried because I think I my scouts have definitely underperformed. But we will, we will, uh, we will see, Manny. I'll give you the first pick out of sympathy, considering you sound like you're fucked. 
You know, speaking of sympathy, Yoni, fine. Give me the underdog. Okay, everyone roots for I was that was on my list. That that was amazing. Um I wasn't I was probably gonna take that off my second because I think this pick is slightly better. Give me the universe, literally our entire distance. That's such a good pick. Absolutely OP player. Powerful. It's a good pick. Wow. Wow. Um, wow, we gotta go. And and I'm disappointed. Fuck. You know what? Some would say I'm unhappy. Give me unhappy at, at the two. It's it's uh, a powerful emotion. <laughs> that is not very happy. That's not very nice. <laughs> not nice at all, dude. Unhappy. Nice. All right. All right. I'm coming at you hot. Give me unit. Absolute unit. <laughs> Could be a unit of literally anything. Give me give me a unit of a it's just a measurement that literally helps us with everything and and it is a metaphor for someone who is absolutely a tank wow no that's that makes sense um i literally have a unit on my team you you do have a unit but but you know who i have yoni no um i just saw spider-man recently give me uncle ben he (laughs) i miss him with great power comes great responsibility. I mean, he I, said it. He knows it. I don't yeah. even know why you didn't just take uncles and gen- uncle in general. It would have included Uncle Ben. And I could really disqualify that pick if I wanted to, since it's two separate words. But I'm not going to. I mean, I mean, I'm happy to take uncles. No, I, I really <laughs> feel bad for you. Anyway, <laughs> give me umbrella. Mad useful. Who God. doesn't like staying dry in the rain and snow and sun? If you have sensitive skin like myself. <laughs> Wow, I need to save my draft, Yoni, because Umbrella is another very good pick, super useful thing. I mean, it, it, that guy knows his role. You know he what I mean? Like, yeah. he, he's got multiple roles: sunshine, too bright, sun sunbeams, and rain. He's a mold. He's a three and D type Multi-casted. of guy. Oh, for sure. Um. Wow. But this next pick's gonna save my draft, Yoni. Give me the mythical, the one and only, the unicorn. Wow, good pick. That is a steal at what? What is that, three or four? At four. At four. four. Steal the draft, I must say. I hope it's enough to carry you home. <laughs> enough to get me to the playoffs. Let's let's just say that. Yeah. Wow. He's like the LeBron James on the, the, the 20-something Cavs where they had no one. <laughs> um, give me university. Give me university. Higher education makes us intellectuals. Me and you are both attending. It's our entire lives right now. It's it's, it, good pick. it's a juggernaut. It is a money juggernaut <laughs> of our lives currently. No, it's a good pick, and I was I was thinking of it. I this guy's special, Yanni. I mean, he's a special player. Give me unique. Up at the five. Wow, that's great. That was good. That was good. This one, uh, this is my last pick. Yeah, and I think it's it's a wholesome one. It really brings it's gonna really bring the entire squad together. Give me unite. Really cherry on top for the squad. Great for the chemistry. Great for the team chemistry. Really, I mean, dude, that. I mean, it feels like unicorns playing one v five out there. <laughs> I mean, unique was pretty good too. Unique's like I don't know. He's like the Kevin Love. Like he's there, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I I feel like my first pick underdog really represents my team. Like maybe this like oh, a no underdog v- was good too. That's true. You have you have know, you have three solid players. I'm not even gonna lie. Wow. It's not well, there. But you'll get to well, 
I mean, great draft. Guys, I, I, I know you're all wishing you heard more about Yoni's Copenhagen trip because it sounded lovely. But if anything, you know, pain me to hear about it because I wish I was with him. If anything, you know what? I'm going to go deep into it on the Patreon. So if you really want to hear all the gory details, subscribe to us on Patreon. Um, you get a free mug included with your subscription. Pretty fantastic. And with that, additionally, follow us on Instagram and TikTok, where you see the funniest clips from each and every episode, including this one. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify just to keep up with us. You know, you get a little notification saying, oh, very nice podcast came out today. It burns your day. Like, it burns mine. I know that. Even though I, I know when it's coming out, it's still a nice surprise. Um, and yeah, we hope you guys really enjoy the rest of your days. It's nice to be back. Manny, I've missed you. It's good to see you. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.